Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is Parental Guidance Advised with Money and Allie. Welcome back to the Money Alley Show. Parental guidance advised. Last show, we were talking about honoring your parents and how the Bible says to honor your mother and father so that your days will be long in the earth. It's the first commandment with a promise. Even if you're not a Christian, that is a universal principle that if you're crappy to your parents, it's probably not going to go really well for you in life. I'm just telling you. Uh, Just look around at the people who are crappy to their parents. Now, Something that we did not talk about last time was something that our former pastor used to say, which is uh, going to cause most of you to exhale because some of you have really crappy parents. You just do. It's just a fact of life. Okay. He used to say, we are commanded to honor our mother and father, not their devils. Some of y'all just got a little Uh, tight. (laughs) (laughs) Right. People are like, what does that mean? Well, you know what that means. If your mother is constantly in your business, if she's a, if she gossips about you, if she's divisive, if she's jealous, um, any number of, if she's angry all the time, if she's manipulative. Okay. Those are things that you do not honor about your mother that Mm -hmm. reside in your mother. If you're a father is, you know, a drunk, if your father is absent, if he is mean spirited, if he's angry all the time, if the barometer in the house is always that he's just, you know, a real SOB. Yeah. You're not called to honor those things. And you can separate yourself from those situations. How do you do that, though? Because, you know, as a single mom, admittedly, there were many days that I was extremely frustrated with life. I was frustrated with you, with our life in general. We were poor. You were sick. I was alone. Uh, I felt very abandoned. There was no way not to allow some of that to show through. So what were some of the ways that you were able to cope or did you? I mean, how did you separate my crap from your love for me as a parent? I mean, I guess it's a yes and no question, uh, like answer. Yes, I learned my childlike ways of coping and separating myself from the situation. Um going into my playroom for hours or going to play with my friends or asking for a sleepover, like just physically separating myself from the situation. Emotionally, though, it taught me how to be really good at reading people Mm -hmm. and walking on eggshells, which was coping, but not healthy as I've entered into the adult sphere. Correct. Where it's like I analyze I would make it an excellent profile profiler (laughs) because I analyze every psycho most of your life. No, (laughs) but I'm really good at reading everything about someone from your body language to your tone of voice to your breathing patterns, like how you're walking. Like I just it's instinctual and it's something that I have now that I'm an adult as a child. You just you don't even know you're doing it. No, you just adopt ways to 
quote unquote survive, even though my childhood wasn't about survival. So I hate to use that term. Yeah. Um, but mine an, was. Yes. Mine was survival. Yeah. But mine, I didn't have to survive you, but I, I had no. to cope with your shortcomings. Yeah. And as much as you did. And so as a child, you don't have, you're not self-aware enough to know how to healthily cope with things. Of course not. But as an adult, I did, I became very quickly aware that some of these things could become shortcomings. And honestly, they were. I had a two-year toxic relationship. Right. Thankfully, I woke up, but it was still there. And after that, I was like, okay. Clearly, Mm -hmm. there are some things that I need to rewire and some ways of coping that I need to completely demolish. Yeah, absolutely. And I have. Right. But that's come as an adult. That's good, though. That's good. And and one thing that I would try to practice is that I was very quick to apologize. Yeah. I was very quick to apologize. And and I was also not only quick to apologize, because those can get old, too, after a while, but I definitely tried to distinguish for you verbally that it had nothing to do with you. So now, unless it was your behavior or something that you did or did not do that led me into this tirade or whatever or feeling slight, you know, yeah. it was just the the straw that broke my back that day. It was a kamikaze tailspin. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> then I would, you know, then, yeah, I was like, blah, 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 blah. but uh, more often than not, it didn't have anything to do with you. It was life. You turned into Spike the Gremlin. I did. <laughs> Spike the Gremlin. My hair was on fire. And um, but I but I was very conscientious of because I was raised in an environment where I needed to survive, I I was keenly aware that that was starting to happen with you as well. And that's not something that you should be burdened with as a child. Um, and, you know, th- like you said, there were some shortcomings, but I always felt like, you know, the Lord was very faithful in my life as a widow to to kind of tap me on the shoulder and go, hey, that was wrong. And you need to go make an amends with her. Yeah. And 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 I did. I will say, too, I mean, I've recently joined a small group where we have leaders who are older women and they have children. And even married women do this. She, I mean, I have one of my leaders who's like, I constantly have to go and apologize to my eight-year-old because I have just lost it. So it's it's just parents. And I think, you know, unfortunately, because of just the situation, single parents really put so much pressure on themselves. Right. um, And take on so many things. But it's not just single parents. It's parents. Right. Well, the mistake I made, too, and this is something I try to encourage moms to do and dads as single people. um, And uh, if you're married, get yourself in a group like this so that, you know, yes. So you definitely you can't listen it takes a village to raise a child because it takes a village to keep parents sane. Yep. So, right? That's why. Uh, it's not that we need each other to raise our children. We need to raise each we, other. Right. We need <laughs> each other as support. Yes. And we don't, especially in the church, we don't um, allow a lot of room for our shortcomings. I'm glad that your small group does. And Absolutely. that they're very honest about things. And, you know, the other thing, too, that I that I really practiced with with regard to you and your person is I always saw you as a separate person for me. I've always said when people are like, oh, she's so smart or Allie's so cute or she's so this. I'm like, she's a great. I always correct them and I say she's a wonderful person. I still say that to this day. People are shocked that you bought me my trip to Italy and they're like, wow. And you can see the jealousy pop up in parents' heads too because they're like, well, my kid would never do that. And I'm like, well. Your kid probably would, but they can't afford it because they're sleeping on your couch. So. Well, then there's that. But yeah, but I'm like, don't be jealous. Like, just foster 
the relationship with your kid that you wish you had. Exactly. I'm really glad you said that because that is so important. You have expectations of your children that are unrealistic because you haven't spent the time to foster that kind of relationship with them. You wonder why my mom and I talk about everything. That's because she's fostered that kind of space for us to be able to talk about everything. And that doesn't mean, there's still times I go and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have to talk to mom about this. <laughs> she's probably not gonna like it. I'm gonna have to deal with her reaction because she's allowed to have a reaction. Thank you. She's allowed to have a response that I don't like. It but took I you, still, but it, but it took you some 23 time years. to get to that. Yeah, because because you, were, you didn't wanna disappoint me so yes. much that whenever you saw that I was disappointed, then you, you would shrink. take that and like shrink back. And I'm like, no, you're not going to do that. And I would feel manipulated because that was what was going on. And I'm like, no, don't do that. I am allowed to have emotions about this. Mm-hmm. I am allowed to be disappointed. I'm allowed to be angry. Mm-hmm. I'm allowed to to not like what you just told me. I'm allowed to do that. And we can still be in fellowship, even in disagreement. Yeah. Very much so. And so, yeah, there are times when I've had to be like, all right, I'm like mentally preparing myself for this conversation <laughs> and like, what, how is you? And honestly, recently, a lot of the conversations I've had, you've had a very different response than you have had in the past. And I don't know if that's because uh, my trust, my yeah. trust of you and in you has grown. I think, yeah, mm-hmm. I that's think why. so. And I think, you know, maybe it's actually the right quote-unquote situation Mm -hmm. whereas before you were being mom and your alarm bells were going off and honestly they were completely warranted Mm -hmm. so that's what they were completely warranted right but i maybe now they're you know that they're not or you feel that they're not or your trust in me is better i don't know so it's been really refreshing good to have these conversations and be like okay i've never been afraid of you i've never been afraid of you i've never been once I did because I was tired of you biting me. Uh, how old were you? <laughs> I think you were two yeah. or three. You know when your kids go through that biting phase and it's really cute, and, and then I'm like, it's this not. isn't cute anymore. And so, and you thought it was really cute, and you had like this devilish little look on your face every time you do it. And I was like, okay, you bite me again, and mommy's gonna bite you back. And you laughed and you bit me, and so I bit you back, and you <laughs> cried, and I can still see your face—the look of like complete betrayal, <laughs> like utter destruction like yep. you were so destroyed and i was like oh god <laughs> my soul was crushed <laughs> in that one moment but you never bit me again did you no nope, nope. i never bit anyone else <laughs> exactly so anyway all right so we said we were going to talk about you know some uncomfortable things that may come up uh with your kids and mm-hmm. so one of we were going to talk about sex so one of the things with your you know uh with regard to your adult children and what they practice in their lives. Most of you have kids who do not live at home, so you don't know what they're doing. You are you have a suspicion, um, but you're not 100% sure because those are just not things, you know, people's private lives. And once your kids are adults, you know, unless there's a problem, they don't, nor- you don't normally sit around and talk about each other's sex lives. True. So, uh, but if you had, so whenever you moved back in from college, I knew that you had been out on your own. Mm-hmm. You knew where I stood on the sexual conversation from a Christian perspective. Mm-hmm. You knew that uh, from the get-go that I felt like it's a covenant-bearing uh, moment 
it, it is something that to protect hearts involved, not saying that just because you're in covenant and everything's going to work out, you know, hunky dory, because that's also a false Christian narrative True. that just because you wait for your loved one, that God's going to honor your marriage and you're always going to stay married forever and ever. Well, it requires two people to honor a marriage. Exactly. Right. So sex is not going to be the thing that keeps you two together, whether you did it before marriage or not. Now, we'll say this about that. Um, I see people who do open doorways um, in their relationships that carry over into marriage whenever they've been sexual together before marriage. Now, whether or not you can overcome, I I think these are things that can be overcome with knowledge and and with, um, you know, with God's input. And uh, and you guys, you know, shut certain doors and get back on track. Uh, and I'm not making this a sin issue. I'm making this a very realistic spiritual issue that we do things in our lives that open portals. They open doors to uh, spiritual entities and, and things that happen. And so whenever things are done out of order, you can rest assured there's going to be a response to that in the spirit realm. There just is. That that has been my ministerial um experience and it's been my personal experience not that god can't shut those doors but you have to be aware of what's been opened so for you i was like listen you're like well it's my body you went through this whole it's my body thing and i was like it is your body and i've raised you to know that it is your body this is your agency don't Mm -hmm. let anyone touch it that's how i raised you about pedophiles and crazy people Mm -hmm. you know this is your space draw a circle around your body that's yours square It's an actual song. <laughs> there you go. It is yours. No one is allowed in the cone of, of Allie. Okay. And you got that. And it, it didn't scare you. Mm-hmm. It was just very pragmatic and practical. So as an adult, you know, of course, I said to you, well, actually, it's not your body because it's been bought and paid for with the blood of Christ. Mm-hmm. So and it's the temple of the Holy Spirit. So what you do with it matters. And it matters to the Lord. My other bigger concern was disease. It was that you would be pregnant out of wedlock. I mean, the so, consequences that correct. can come with casual or outside of, you know, commitment sex. And right. you and I have had our discussions. We don't have the exact same beliefs. Okay. And that's why this conversation is so important. Yes. Because we do have different beliefs on this, even though you were raised in my home Mm -hmm. and my belief system is very clear and why it's in place now so how do you deal and parents i know this is a big deal for some of you 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 live exactly this reality that you've taught your kids one thing and they are living something different and what do you do so in my house in our home what I, what I established from the second you came home from college, before you ever came home from college, mm-hmm. remember, clarity, consistency, and being concise. Yep. And, I, and communication, all of that, has the four C's have to be in place. And so I said, we need to sit down and talk about what my expectations are, you, are, uh, are of you being in the home with me as an adult. Because mm-hmm. you were not the same person you were at 17 when you came home at 21. Yes. 21. Yes. So totally different life experience. I wasn't even the same person. We had evolved mm-hmm. in some areas. We had devolved. And a few others. <laughs> we completely imploded. Yeah. So, yeah. But there was a time for us to sit down and say, when you left the home, you knew me as this mom. Mm-hmm. When you came back, I was a, a more mature mom. And I had gone through some things on my mm-hmm. own. And I needed to adjust to who you were as a young woman. But my principles had not changed. So my uh, my rule of the house 
my protective measure, if you will, because nobody likes rules, let's be honest, and it just breeds rebellion. But my love for you was to say, and for myself, was to say, hey, in order to honor me, to honor me as your mother, I need you to not be out shacking up with guys while you're living at my house, and Mm -hmm. I don't want guys shacking up in my house either. Mm -hmm. And however that manifests itself in your in your life I laid it down and I don't question you all the time what are you doing wait you know but I'm like I don't want you first of all it's true Allie parents we really sleep with one eye open whenever you live at home and you're not home at four in the morning we just do it's a thing which is fair like it's fair I'm not questioning that I'm not saying I exactly respected that like (laughs) when I was out till 7 a.m. genuinely not doing anything other than partying and I will say you did text me I did I tried your butt on the little low jack locator thing on your little iPhone if you parents don't know about that you need to hook that up they actually have an app for that it's called life 360 Your I'm kids like, know what it is, too. Uh, okay. And I'm like, where's Allie? It's four in the morning. Do you know where your 22-year-old is? And yeah. I'm like, where the hell are you? Waffle House. Uh, exactly. And you're <laughs> like, or and you finally just got really. But there was a moment, though, when you kind of rebelled against that because you're like, I want my own place and I'm tired of having to tell you and I don't feel like an adult. And I'm like, can and I, so what I tried to do to take the sting out of that, because it is true, you are an adult and you have been on your own. And I understand that. Mm-hmm. But to, what I was trying to circle back to was to say in honor of me and of my love for you and my desire to protect you, no matter how old you are, I could be 100 and you could be 85. I would be 75. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's like, I'm not young. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, math. Yeah, math. Math is important, and as y'all know, not my strong suit. So uh, Mine either. <laughs> so, but you know what I'm saying. You could be in Depends, and I could be too, and I'd still be like, I'm concerned about you. Where are okay? you? Okay, yeah, I want to protect you. You're my kid. <laughs> and so, but I said, these are my ground rules, and I'm going to ask you to do this out of honor for me because I knew, I knew. I also knew you were struggling with self-stuff. Mm-hmm. And but I knew you well enough to know that if I made it about me, I'm that, rolling my eyes. By the way, <laughs> but it's true. Yes. If I made it about you loving me and honoring me, oh, it's going to make me cry. If I I knew if I made it about me because you do love me and because you do respect me and, and you I do, do want, want to honor me, me exactly, that you would agree, and you did I don't know if you've maintained it and I really don't dig into all of that with you but I do leave my door open and I come to you when things go wrong because they have because y'all they go wrong sex has consequences right it just does and we think we're so prepared and we're not even as an adult even as a 23 year old even as a 48 year old right we're not always prepared for the consequences that come with sharing peop- yeah and people all of you being with someone jerks right right people not being worthy no. and doing things out of order mm-hmm. and so that's I, I i i i um i talk about that i use that word a lot order mm-hmm. thing because my whole life has been out of order things were done to me as a child that was were not only inordinate they were grossly out of order um they were awful and so when you come into the world with that type of disorder uh, clarity and order become your lifeline. You mm-hmm. understand the importance of it, and all you want to do is extend that to your kids and to your family. So switching gears, let's say somebody, quickly, let's say that someone is dealing with honoring mother and father. Um, you know, 
a lot of you are dealing with parents who are just always in your business, mm. right? And you and I hear from you all, a lot. And uh, they're in your business. They're pot stirrers. Mm-hmm. You know, they have nothing else going on. Maybe they're envious of your success or maybe your marriage. You know, those are the devils we're talking about not honoring. You can still check on your mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Do you need anything? I'm going to tell you, I was giving my tithe to a church. And I stopped doing that recently. Not that I won't go back. Hopefully I'll earn more money and I'll be able to have more to give out. But all of a sudden, it occurs to me one day that my mother, who I've had a pretty contentious back and forth relationship with through most of my life, okay, um, I because I've been more of the adult most of our relationship, and that breeds animosity in parental relationships whenever you are the adult in the relationship. And we've gone through that ourselves. We've had seasons. We've had seasons for sure. But but this was my life. This was my upbringing. And so um, so there's been, you know, some issues with that. But my mother's now a widow. She's been widowed for five years. She's on a fixed income. And she never shares, like, any kind of financial struggles or any kind of struggles with me. But recently, it's occurred to me, I don't know, I feel, I don't know if it was the Holy Spirit or if it was conviction, I don't know. But it occurred to me, you know, there's a scripture that talks about not only honoring your mother and your father, but it's, if you're not going to help the people right in front of you, your own people first, that you're worse than an infidel. And I've talked about that in regard to nationalism in terms of a border wall, in terms of taking care of our own people first in our own inner cities before we keep opening the floodgates to refugees and all of this. But this was brought to me in my own home where I was like, you know what? I'm going to tithe to my mom. What's funny is I had that exact same experience with your trip that you're about to take. That was exactly the thought process I had because my whole... You know, as I've come back into having a, a, a Christian faith and, and figuring out what that looks like yeah. now, part of me was just like, why am I giving money to something that I don't really believe in, don't support, don't know? But then it was like, so I try to be so intentional. Like I do tithe, yeah. but my tithes are super intentional where it's like I'm scanning constantly. For who, who needs help. Yes. Right. Who can I That's help? Awesome. Who can I yeah. give to? Um, and that was that was my intention. With and your God's trip. like, your mom. You yeah. can give to your mom. Yeah. You can give her a trip to Italy. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, because I need to get her by herself long enough to thump her on the head and be like, no, we got some things to talk about, Monica. That's not what he's going to do. <laughs> he wants you to get alone so he can open his Aww. arms and you can come and nuzzle in his bosom. <gasps> Thanks, honey. It's That's true. So he's not thumping. No thumping. <laughs> oh, he thumping. Oh, he thumping. <laughs> Oh, yes. That's Greek for no. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, thanks. See, that is really sweet. And see the circle. See how that goes. And and I'm saying, right. And I have not had a perfect relationship with my family for sure. And but God is faithful there. Mm -hmm. I said it. He is. His word never fails. If you will exercise it, he will serve you. That's what he came to do. Yep. And so he'll serve you and your families. He will help you honor your mother and your father again super clear you have to get clear concise consistent consistent communication that is the only way your family is going to survive these crazy times that we're living in i'm telling you i'd hate for you to become a casualty because your family should be your refuge it should be safe it should be filled with honor and love and god's glory amen amen all right until next time we love you guys be good to yourselves first and and others that's right and others we love you